Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level luxe life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level luxe life. Welcome back to another episode 202. We're talking about finding balance in the chaos because let me tell you, my life has been so fucking crazy lately. Oh my God. We're going to dive into all of the things that have been going on in my life and how I'm finding balance in them. The things that I have been doing over the past six weeks to kind of stay sane, stay balanced as best as I can, because it is never perfect. It is never perfect. And a couple of mindset shifts that have been keeping me more grounded amidst the chaos. But before we dive into everything, I want to give you guys my little life up Update, which you're also getting a lot of life updates in this episode, but I am back on my pre-workout game. I was never a pre-workout girly. I always was like, I have so much energy. I can just get in the gym. And especially with life being a little bit more hectic, it's not like I wake up in the morning and I go to the gym like I used to. Sometimes it's an afternoon workout. Sometimes it's an evening workout. There's less consistency in the timeline that I get in the gym. And so, you know, when it's the afternoon, you're in that like 3 p.m. slump. The last thing you want to do is work out. So relying on my first form pre-workout has been really helpful as I've been adjusting the times that I'm working out. So I'm on my pre-workout game with the megawatt and specifically in the rocket pop flavor, it tastes like those bomb pop popsicles and it has like the cute little rocket emoji on it. I don't know. It's just the vibe and I have been loving it. And the cool thing about first forms pre-workout that's going to be different than other pre-workouts is it has nootropics in it and that helps you focus. So there's so many different benefits of using nootropics. They increase your concentration, literally your memory, your energy levels, because they give you or they boost like your cognitive brain function. And so what I notice the most with the nootropics in the pre-workout is my focus during the workout, especially for those afternoon workouts. I might be thinking about work. I might be thinking about what I'm doing this weekend. I'm thinking about my to-do list, my calendar, texts I need to get back to. And when I have my pre-workout and that kicks in, I'm thinking about nothing but my lift, nothing but my workout. And that makes me push a lot harder in the gym. So that has been my go-to. It's going to be linked in the show notes for you guys. Again, I love the Rocket Pop flavor. The pink lemonade is amazing. The blue ice is also really good. The blue ice flavor mixed with like a sparkling water is going to be my go-to energy drink for the summer because that's another cool thing about Megawatt is that it's clean energy so you can use it just for a boost. It's not going to give you the shakies that other pre-workouts do and so like if you just want to make yourself a little energy drink you can actually use the Megawatt. Super cool. So that's my life update. That's how I've been powering through my workouts in the afternoon. Honestly Megawatt is the shit. 
That's all I got to say about that. And our sponsor of the week is my Elite 28-Day Discipline Intensive. Now, this is a month-long group program where I am holding your hand and kicking you in the butt to get disciplined. So all of the tips you're going to hear in today's episode is going to help you stay balanced in chaos, but it only works if you are disciplined. I can only get 100,000 things done because I'm willing to show up even when I don't feel like it. And that is a muscle that we have to build. A lot of times we look at successful people and we're like, oh my gosh, they do so much. They get so much done. They really show up. They're so consistent. How the heck are they so disciplined? It's because they worked on curating that in their life. They built that muscle similarly to how you would build a muscle in the gym. So elite is my program where I help you build that muscle. It takes 28 days to build a habit. So we're doing 28 days of discipline work. And I'm teaching you how to work smarter, not harder. I'm teaching you how to show up on the days that you don't want to. I'm walking you through the mindset work it takes to beat resistance in the butt so it doesn't keep coming up. And how to keep building wins even when days happen where you fall down. Elite is a really cool program because we have weekly group coaching calls. And then we have weekly trainings and a daily group group chat for you to plug into to get coaching, to get support and be held accountable to the things you need to be getting done every single day. It's a really unique program. We're starting literally next week. So if you know in the summer, you get a little lazy because there's so many fun things happening. You're focused less on your goals and you're more just like going out and doing your thing. That's great and fun, but also we want to be moving our goals forward. So if you need somebody to hold you accountable and kick you in the butt, Elite is going to be the program for you. The link is going to be in the show notes. Also feel free to message me over on Instagram if you have questions about it. I would love to answer any questions, see if you're a good fit, and hopefully welcome you into the amazing group of women who are also going to be building their discipline. But without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Let's talk about finding your balance and staying sane when you feel like you're drowning. May was insane, like insane. And I know we're deep into June at this point, but I feel like I've just been on the come off of all of the craziness from May. Like my best friend Caleb lived with us for the entire month as he was transitioning his move. I started working on this new brand partnership and I had to make 30 different videos for them, which is like ideas, marketing, filming, editing, making sure it gets all approved. Also uploading videos takes a strangely long amount of time. But so I had like so many videos. I was up updating all the content inside of Bougie Bitch Bootcamp. I was in Texas twice. Like there was just so much happening all at once. I had my conscious creator launch. Now we're gearing up to do all new content for that program. I was working such long days and I haven't worked those types of long days in a very long time, especially because I make my own schedule. I can work things around. So I'm only working a few hours a day, but this was like a grind month. And I could power through these long days because I knew things would calm down eventually. And that's something that's really been carrying me through some of these phases of life of this is just a season. And something that I have been talking about with my coach Paige lately is that 
it's okay to have certain seasons where priorities are different. It's okay to have seasons where you're working a lot, seasons when you're not working very much, seasons when your priority is friends and family, seasons when your priority is self-care and rest and alone time, seasons where the priority is travel and fun, right? You're always going to have these different seasons. And that really helped me find some balance and not even balance, but more of like inner peace within everything. Because like, I, I love to live life. I built a business where I could have freedom, where I could take it anywhere. So it was nice going on my trips, knowing that I could work and then take a trip. And if I needed to stop at a coffee shop and send a couple emails and answer client messages or take a call, I can totally do that. But I love my freedom. And so it's hard being in phases where you are in the fucking grind, right? But finding those pockets of inner peace is really important. So constantly reminding myself that things would calm down. And June has been a lot more calm. It's been busy in different ways because I feel like my priorities have shifted yet again. And so I've been spending a lot more time on other people. And I think because May was so much work, now I'm like, okay, I want to see our family, my husband's family. And I want to see my friends. And I want to spend more time outdoors. I want to go on more walks now that it's finally starting to get sunny and warm in Los Angeles, my priorities have just shifted. And knowing that everything has its season and has its cycle helped me stay sane amidst the craziness. So when everything was wild, I had to find balance in the little things. So there's going to be times in your life where maybe you don't have the quote unquote time to sit down and do the two hour morning ritual. One of my most pop in YouTube videos is from when I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska when I was in college. And I did a video vlog of my two hour morning routine. I used to wake up, I used to do this long bath ritual, and then I would journal and I would make a smoothie bowl. And then I would listen to a podcast. Like I used to do all of these things and I made the time for that. And there's going to be phases where you can do that and phases where you can't. And so how I found balance with the energy and the rituals when life and work was crazy is I would take time to visualize in the morning. A couple episodes back, we did our visualization episode about how that's been so key in my manifesting lately is really creating the space to just see the things that I want. And I have been doing that when I wake up, like when my alarm goes off, I just lay there for a few minutes in bed. I visualize different things. Recently, when I've been on my walks, I have been walking and literally with my eyes open, just visualizing, oh, I want to take a walk on this trip I want to go on, or I want to take a walk to get to this car I'm at manifesting, oh, I want to walk and make this like a celebratory walk after I hit this goal and finding small pockets where I can be visualizing and attuning my energy to the next level things I want. Other thing that I was doing to stay balanced in the craziness was taking really long showers. Sometimes the only moments that I had alone were literally when I was in the shower. Obviously, I'm married, so I share a room with my husband. Caleb was staying with us, and he had his own little room set up in the living room. My desk is in our living room right now. So it was like everywhere you go, there is a, there is a person, and then there are pets, and then like work is talking with people and interacting with people and providing value for you guys. So it's just like energy and people in every single direction. Even when you go get coffee, you're talking to the baristas. I'm good friends with all the baristas on my favorite coffee 
shop. So it's like, how are you? How's the wife? How are the dogs? You know, and you need to have those moments to just be with yourself. When there is chaos, you need to find some peace and quiet for you. And like I said, sometimes there's not the time. And so for me, that was when I would take a shower and I would do it late in the evening where there's nothing else to do. There's no dishes to wash. There's no people to feed. There's no animals to feed. Everything is done for the day. And it might cut into my sleep a little bit, but at least I had those moments to be with myself. And I feel like I was doing body scrubs more than I have ever done in my entire life just for like something to do while I'm sitting in the shower. Um, Also just like a sugar scrub, so relaxing after a long day. Like a steamy shower with eucalyptus, a nice coconut sugar scrub, like tell me a better vibe, you can't. So nice. (laughs) And that was really helping me stay sane because I would just decompress. And if I needed to have a cry, like if the day felt so long, if it felt overwhelming, if it felt like I didn't get everything done, because that was a big part of my month. I was feeling like I was spiraling because I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do right now. And I felt like I wasn't getting enough done. And so then, you know, you just need to have a shower cry. That helps me find balance, finding spaces and pockets where you can express your emotions in a safe environment. You don't need to explain yourself because yeah, we have our friends, we have our family. Like I said, I had people around me at all times. I could talk about how I was feeling, but sometimes you just don't want to explain yourself. You just want to feel your feelings and feel them through. So the long showers were amazing for me to decompress for the day, spend that time with myself, cry if I need to visualize if I didn't get to in the morning. Like that's another thing I do. I'll just stand in the hot water and visualize different things. Or I'll visualize like taking a shower in my dream home, or I'll visualize taking a shower in like an outdoor shower on a vacation in Bali. You know, it's all about being intentional with the things that you have. Another way that I was finding balance was in my workouts. And there will be some days where I'm doing a hundred kettlebell swings and a full lift and we're all doing the workout together and I'm motivated and I'm pushing myself and that makes me feel really good. There's some days where I'm like, I have so much to do. Like while you guys are doing kettlebell swings, I'm getting on the treadmill, I'm walking, I'm answering work messages, and then we're doing this workout. Or it might be, okay, today I just, I'm so exhausted, my body's so tired, a workout is going to be an outdoor walk and letting myself make adjustments based off of my energy for that day. And that helps me find balance because it also gives you permission to not be so rigid, but to be crushing your goals getting things done. Movement's important to me. So making sure I was getting that in, but in, but I was getting it in in whatever capacity felt right for that day. There were several days where I would just get on YouTube and watch Bailey Brown Pilates videos. And I would just do like a couple five minute Pilates workouts. Literally like I would do two of them. I would do like an abs and a lower body, or I would do an upper body and an abs or booty or whatever. I would do two five minute ones or two eight minute ones. And that would be my movement for the day. And that was good enough because I showed up for my goals and made me feel good. I got in a little sweat. I got out of my head and into my body. I think that is how we stay sane in chaos is finding outlets to get out of our head and into our bodies. When you have chaos in your life, and I don't even mean, maybe chaos isn't the right word, but you know what I mean. When there's busyness, when there's a lot happening, 
you're so in your head because you're balancing schedules, you're balancing to-do lists, you're balancing, oh, I need to text my friends back, I need to call my family, I need to plan a date night with my partner, I need to take care of the animals, I need to shave my legs, like I haven't journaled in three days. You know, there's so many things going on in your head that you're keeping track of. That's where we get really overwhelmed. That's when we get super stressed out. Your brain can only keep so many tabs open at once, right? So finding outlets to get out of your head and into your body is so helpful. And another example I have of getting out of your head and into your body, something that I was doing was cooking. So I was so busy each day, but I cooked almost all of our meals the whole month as a way to shut off my brain. Of course, we went out to eat a couple of times. Austin and I had a couple date nights, but on a regular basis, I was making a lot of our lunches. We would make wraps or we would do an avo toast or the boys would have breakfast burritos, which if they did breakfast burritos, Austin was typically making those. But then I would always make dinner, whether it was pasta, whether I was making a soup, whether I was making us biscuits and gravy we had a couple times, you know, obviously we're going to make whatever. It doesn't really matter. But that was a huge way for me to find balance because it was like, okay, I woke up, I did my visualization. I got through my work day. I got through some form of movement that day. So I'm bouncing back and forth. Now that the work day is over, I'm cooking. And then I'm not thinking because we put on music and then I'm focusing on what I'm what I'm cooking us and I'm thinking about the recipe and I'm thinking about the times and I'm thinking about the presentation and then I'm turning on the fairy lights making sure everybody has napkins and the, the bowls look pretty and the food is all set up nice and that we have vibey music on one of our favorite things right now is we'll literally look up on YouTube like seaside cafe music and it'll be like calm jazz or it'll be like rainy coffee shop music and we'll put that on while we eat and one thing that we did every day that Caleb actually introduced to us shout out to Caleb for this is when we would sit down for a meal it was our only time for all of us to hang out because I'd been working all day and we would each say our high and our low for the day So making the most out of your meals is going to be a huge way that you can find balance. Like let your meals be a meal. Let that be time that you're setting down your phone. You're not scrolling on Instagram. You're not scrolling on TikTok. Even if you're eating by yourself, let that be a moment you are having with your food. If you're eating with somebody, what was your high for the day? What was your low? What did you work on? What did you accomplish? What did you not get done? How are you feeling about that? And just decompress. I found so much balance from cooking and being really present with our meals and creating a vibe. It truly kept me sane. I think our dinners are the number one thing that I looked forward to every single day because I love cooking and I love cooking for other people too. So it was like, I know I'm going to enjoy this food and my husband's going to enjoy this food and my best friend's going to. And the apartment was always like, had such pretty lighting and relaxing music. While we would cook, we would listen to more fun and upbeat, energetic music. So I would have more energy after the long day. But it was such a great way to tune out from the craziness of life, spend time just in my body, making food, hosting for the people, and decompressing for the day. Another thing that I did to find balance in the chaos, I have so many like little tips, right? Because there's so many different ways that you can stay centered when things feel 
out of control. <laughs> so another way I stay sane is I was really focusing on my sleep. And this is something we've I've been talking about a lot more within the last like six weeks because it was such a core focus of my life. But I was drinking magnesium every single night so I would knock out. And this has made a world of a difference. Magnesium is a mineral that a lot of times we're not getting enough of. It's not naturally made in our body. And we, oftentimes we're just not eating enough nutrients to have ample amounts of that in our body. It helps relax us. It helps us respond to things rather than being reactive. It helps your sleep. It just makes you more level-headed. And so I was drinking my magnesium from First Form, the peach ring one. I've talked about it a million times. I'll never stop talking about it. The peach ring magnesium was like my sweet treat every night. And that would be my little nightly ritual. I would take my super long shower after cooking dinner. My husband would make my magnesium. You literally just take one scoop of it and then mix it with water. He would pour it over ice in a wine glass, which would be so nice. And I would just drink that in bed as a way to unwind. And this kept me sane and balanced because if you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to be so cranky. You won't have a hundred percent energy the next day. And we all know in times of chaos, you need as much energy as possible so you can stay focused and get everything done. And so that was helping me get my eight hours of sleep, especially if I was taking a long shower and I did my decompressing and I'm kind of like, okay, I am like getting things set up for tomorrow. Your brain might be starting to move again. The magnesium's like, shh, calm down. We're going to sleep. And that really, really helped. When it comes to finding balance in all of the chaos, I was really being intentional and finding balance in the little things and the little parts of my day taking a few moments to visualize in the morning or visualize on a walk, taking my long showers so I could decompress and have that quality alone time, getting in my workouts and giving myself permission for them to be different every day. Like, yeah, it's ideal that I'm following a workout plan and I follow a eight-week workout plan inside the First Form app. So it sucks when I'm not getting all those done. But as long as I get in movement, I know that that's going towards my goals and choosing to be graceful with myself was super important. So allowing the workouts to not always look the same taking time to cook all of the meals as a way to shut my brain off and just get into my body and into an activity and taking my magnesium every night. So I was getting really, really good sleep. All of those things are practical, easy to add to your schedule ways to find balance when there's a lot going on. And like I said, even with the workouts, some of them were five minutes. Sometimes the cooking was me just heating up soups, but there are little things that you can always do to find more peace. Now, things that I was doing to stay sane, all of those were keeping me sane, most definitely, but I want to give you guys some of the specific things that I was doing to not get overwhelmed is more so what I mean by how to stay sane in the craziness. So one thing that I was doing is planning everything in advance, everything, because when there's a lot going on and your brain has to switch tasks often, that's going to take up a lot more of your brain power. So the best thing that we can do for ourselves is plan everything out so we don't waste energy asking ourselves, okay, now what? Every time we ask, okay, now what? We're draining out 1% of our energy, 1% of our energy, and 1% of our energy because you're sitting there like looking around thinking of all these different things. It's like deciding when you're going to go to the gym and then you're like, wait, but 
do I go to the gym now, but I need to wash my hair, but I don't want to wash my hair till tomorrow. You know, you know the drama, you know the drama of washing the hair in the gym. So the best thing you can do is plan it all out in advance. On Sundays, I would plan out my week and my husband and I do this activity where we take this big whiteboard and we put down literally like Monday through Friday, I write down all of my calls. I write down all of my high priority tasks. That way he knows what I'm doing that day, what time I have certain things. Cause when I'm podcasting or I'm on a call, usually he'll go for a bike ride. He'll work out. He'll go play pool in the um, clubhouse of our apartment, right? Like he'll make himself sparse when I have work tasks to do and need to just be alone. So I have all of those planned out. We plan out all of our meals in advance, literally Monday through Friday, we plan out all of our meals. And then we do like two different options for brunch because I usually only eat brunch. I don't do breakfast and lunch. And then we would plan our workouts in advance. So like I said, I follow a workout plan in the first form app. So I would just look in the app and see which workouts were for what days and write it down on the whiteboard. That way everybody in the household's on the same page. We all know what's on the calendar. We all know what workout's happening. We all know what we're eating. And then we even do a grocery store list of all the things that we're going to need for the week. So having that all planned out and then even taking it as far as planning out your outfits in advance is so nice. Anything that you can do to make it mindless and set yourself up for success, a thousand percent you want to do that. And that's how I stayed sane because it was like, okay, great, sit down. And I just go through the list. I know exactly what needs to be done when I'm off work. I know exactly what I'm cooking for dinner. I don't need to think about it. I know that all the groceries are in the fridge and in the pantry. When it's time to go do my workout, I go do the workout. If there's a day where I'm tired, I just adjust accordingly and move through that. Another thing that I did to stay sane was asking for help. Oh my gosh. And since I had Caleb and Austin living here, it was like I had double the help on things. Caleb did such a good job taking care of the animals. Austin did such a good job with keeping the house clean. They always like entertained each other basically. Like when I would have a work task, they would go together and practice for job interviews or Austin would help Caleb study for a nurse exam that he has to take. And they were always so helpful with going to the grocery store. Like there were several weeks where they did all of the grocery shopping, knowing that I was going to do all the cooking, but they handled that while I could work basically. And so when things are chaotic, it's really important for us to learn how to delegate And this can be hard because I know for me, oftentimes I feel like, well, I can just do it myself. I can just do it myself. And like, no one's going to do it like I can do it, right? But chances are you don't have to do it yourself and people are happy to assist you and people want to help you. And just because you can do it fabulously on your own doesn't mean you have to. It means that you should be focusing your brain power and your energy on the things that you do best. And then ask for help for all the other tasks. I like going grocery shopping. I think I pick out the best produce. But do I have to be the one going grocery shopping? No, the boys could easily do it. I know I wash dishes well. Do I want to wash dishes? fuck no. So am I going to do it? No, I'm going to ask for help. I can take great care of my dogs, but is that something I have to do? No. Caleb and Austin could easily take the dogs for a walk, right? And I can trust that they're going to take good care of the dogs. 
It's okay to ask for help and especially when things are chaotic. And that's a lot coming from me because I've always been very hyper independent. I've lived alone since I was very young. I've done a lot of things for myself. And so it's always been hard for me to ask for help. But as I get older and as the business grows and there are just so many different moving pieces, it's essential to have help. It's essential to have support. And that's how we can stay sane. And the last thing that I want to talk about with staying sane is that you have to be okay with needing space. Like I said, I would have them leave whenever I was working, if I was recording something, if I'm filming stories, if I'm on a client call. I have to be okay with knowing that I need that space and that I work best just all in my own energy, all by myself. And I have to be comfortable with setting those boundaries and asking that of people. No one's going to take offense. People want to help you. And if that is how you function best in the environment you are going to thrive in, the people who love you are more than happy to support that. Like Austin, my husband knows that I do best when I can sit down and record a podcast alone. So literally right now as I'm recording this, he's in the basement. Well, our our apartment clubhouse is in the basement. So he's in the basement playing pool or reading a book. Like he took a whole bag of things with him so I can work and I can be in my own space. That helps me stay sane. You're allowed to have preferences about things and you're allowed to communicate that to people. And it doesn't mean that anything is wrong. It doesn't mean that they're not going to like you. It doesn't mean that you don't like them. You just have preferences and you need those boundaries literally to stay sane. And another way that I kind of accepted this to stay sane of being okay with needing space is I would go to bed early a lot of nights. So the nights that I worked less, I would cook dinner afterwards. I would take my shower and I would be like, all right, I'm going to bed early. It would be like 9 PM. And I'd be like, I'm making my magnesium and I'm going to lay down. There are lots of nights where we would stay up a little bit later. We we loved to play Uno in our household, so we would play Uno. But there were plenty of nights where I was like, I'm going to bed early. I cannot overextend myself. I can't keep talking. Like, I would love to hang out, but I genuinely just, I need to rest. I'm so, or else I'm going to be burnt out, essentially. So being okay with needing space, being okay with setting those boundaries. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, so you can keep up your high level achieving performances in the chaos. So now you have all the practical things that I did to find balance, set myself up for success, and how I was genuinely staying sane in all of the craziness. And I want to shift into talking about some of the mindset pieces that go along with this to carry you through. So I said at the beginning of this that one of the mindset shifts that I had to make was understanding things would calm down, that there are phases of things happening. And there is a screenshot I found in my phone recently, and it was a message from one of my mentors. And I was texting them, telling them like, oh, I just feel like I'm drowning. Like I'm going through this, 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 and that. And I'm, I want to maintain this and I'm working on that. And then there's this project and I have, there's just like so many things. And I was feeling really overwhelmed at that time. And I screenshotted it because they said something very interesting. And they said, you're not drowning. And they said, I lost a business deal today because of someone's stupidity and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and go get another one. There is no drowning. And I want you to think about that. Let that sink in for a minute. What if there was no drowning? 
there's chaos, there's craziness, there are busy phases a thousand percent. And there are going to be points where you're like, holy shit, you're going to feel like you're drowning. But what if you reminded yourself in those moments, there is no drowning. There's no drowning. You keep swimming. You wake up the next day, you keep swimming. You wake up the next day, you keep swimming. That's why discipline is so important and why I'm really excited to be running my elite program, especially in the summer, because it's the time where we just kind of let our goals go to the side. We're like, yeah, we'll pick our goals up in like August through September. But why tread when you can keep swimming? Why drown when you can keep swimming? You have to have that discipline to continue moving forward. And I reminded myself that a lot in these last six weeks of like, there might be a lot of moving pieces. There might be a lot of chaos. I might not have the same alone time. I might not have the same time to journal. I might not have these same things I usually do, but that doesn't mean I'm drowning. It means that I'm swimming in a different direction than what I'm used to. And that is okay. You will always go get another deal tomorrow. That's the one of the mindsets I want you to have. Remembering that the craziness is just a phase that I'm in right now and reminding myself that you're not drowning, you have to keep swimming, are ways that I continued to push through the madness. Now, I want to share with you guys three mindsets. And it's like one saying together, but in three pieces. And I've tapped into this mindset to help deal with any triggers that came up for me during this time. Because I was like, oh my gosh, like, especially when things are crazy with work and life and all these things, I don't have time to be triggered. I don't have time to be upset, but I don't want to just ignore these things making me upset. And so you really have to refine the things that get your attention and get your focus. So I want to share with you guys this mindset that keeps me focused and helps me decide what is worth my energy. And the mindset is this, the things making you upset, oftentimes it has nothing to do with you. It isn't real or it does not matter. It has nothing to do with you. It isn't real. It does not matter. These three key points kept me so focused during this crazy ass month, right? This keeps you prioritized during the madness. There might be little things that trigger you, upset you, something irritates you. It's not going your way. Does it have anything to do with you? Yes or no? like directly. A lot of times we make things about ourselves that aren't about us. So does it have anything to do with you? A lot of times it has nothing to do with you. Is it even a real problem? Is it a real fucking problem? There are so many things that we blow out of proportion because it upsets us and we don't take the time to ask ourselves, is this a real problem? Is this something that actually deserves my attention? Does this actually deserve my energy? Yes or no? Is it a real problem? Does it actually matter? Maybe it is a real problem. Maybe it's something that comes up, but does it fucking matter? Is it that deep? Is it that deep? I remind myself these things throughout the six weeks kept me so laser focused. Like I said, it keeps you prioritized. There's so many moving pieces that are happening when we're manifesting our dream lives in a crazy phase or not. 
And it is important for us to keep our eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the vision, not on problems that have nothing to do with you, problems that aren't actually real and problems that literally don't fucking matter. They do not matter, okay? I want to tattoo that on my body because we have to remind ourselves of this. Oftentimes we get triggers and we don't think about why it's actually making us upset. And we just get upset and we roll with it. So this is a key mindset that I want you to think about whether or not you're in a crazy phase. When you're upset, does this have anything to do with me? Is this even real? Does this truly matter to me? Is this a priority to me or not? And let that be your tipping point of what to do and how to process your feelings and your emotions from there. Because oftentimes I was finding myself, I would get upset about something and be like, in reality, that has nothing to do with me. I might find that irritating. It might be in my inner circle. It might be around me. But at the end of the day, nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Maybe I'm getting upset about something for someone else. Honestly, has nothing to do with me. And so I could just be there and support that person without letting it affect my energy. Is it a real problem? Do I actually care about this thing? Does it really matter? A lot of times, no, it doesn't. Does it get me any closer to my goals? No, then it's not worth my energy. Does it get me any closer to the people that are important to me? No, then it doesn't matter. That is going to keep you focused and balanced. That will keep you sane because you're not wasting your energy on just anything that pops up in your vicinity. And that also helps remind you that you're not drowning. We end up drowning in this overwhelm and all of these things because we're spending, we're wasting our energy on the wrong things. When you spend your energy in a prioritized manner, you will never feel like you're drowning. You will feel like you're consistently swimming. Does that mean you'll never be tired? No. All swimmers get tired when you're swimming laps. Even when you're treading water, that can be really exhausting but you're still making progress moving forward. You're not going to feel like you're drowning. And that's something that I really, really, really want for you. Even in the crazy phases to feel like you are moving the ball forward. Okay. So this is my ultimate MJ guide to finding balance in the chaos, staying sane, staying focused, staying with your eyes on the prize. I really hope that some of these tips you will take into consideration and apply to your life. They helped me so much, whether it was focusing on cooking to shut my brain off, being okay with needing space and giving myself that permission to ask for space, reminding myself I'm not drowning and a lot of the problems that I start to get upset about aren't even real. It kept me focused on what needed to get done. So I hope you guys love this episode. I really prioritize bringing value to you every single week. So if you got value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared with a friend or shared over on Instagram. I love reposting to see who is listening to the podcast. So I will see you over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. And if not, I will talk to you next week on the podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section. So don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.